Blog Talk Radio. Uh, good morning to you and a good afternoon. Uh, my name is David Matthew Brown. Welcome to the Lion Radio. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome to my friends out there in New Zealand and Australia. It is always a pleasure having you guys tune in. And to my friends out there in Africa as well that are listening, thank you for tuning in. For those of you that have never listened to the show, they're tuning in for the first time. This show is geared towards emphasizing the good that people are doing on the planet. And so this show has been on the air for close to eight years, and we've been exploring each week, sometimes with a couple of months off in between. We explore that which people are bringing forth that are good because the media tends to focus on things that are going bad in their, in in that realm. So we continue to move forward. We continue to roar for the good on the planet. We continue to bring forth guests and groups and communities that are bringing forth good to bring humanity kind of into its next evolution. Some would call it the new earth. Some would call it a new paradigm. It doesn't matter what you call it. We're here to bring our attention back to Mother Earth and take care of her and take care of the kids and the adults and everybody on this planet and begin to work together as a common community. However you see that, however you are exploring that in your life, awesome, congratulations. We celebrate you and we celebrate your life because we need more of that on this planet just as far as bringing forth more and more light and more and more awareness and more and more understanding and starting to leave whatever that paradigm was of fear and not trusting and all sorts of stuff. So welcome. I appreciate you. A uh, really quick reminder before I introduce my great guest today. You can go to Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. You can get my first book, The Book of Light, The Heart Opening. Or you can get my recent book, 90 Days of Heat, Freedom Through Moksha, which is on my 90 Straight Days of Hot Yoga, which allowed me to heal from my divorce. And so I share in it wisdom, inspiration, and I'm not a teacher of yoga. I'm just a student. So it's about my exploration on the mat, and I share my personal um, life with you on the mat and off the mat, especially as a single dad raising a daughter. And if you're here in Los Angeles, you can actually go to Book Soup, which is a famous little independent bookstore here. It's been around for, I don't know, like 75 years or something. Uh, they now are selling my book, which is fun and exciting. I got to go over there and meet them. It's a joy. You can also get to Barnes & Noble at the Grove out here in Hollywood. So without further ado, I really love sometimes when you're reading someone's like Facebook posts or things on social media, and after a while that person kind of ca- you know, captures your eye, and you go, wow, that's interesting. That's an interesting way of seeing life. And you kind of get curious and go, I wonder what they would be like if they came on the show. And so we are having that experience now uh, with Sharon Cockle, who is a reverend, and she's also in the process of writing a book called Body and Mind in Sync with Spirit, We'll ask her if that's still the title. <laughs> she was an ordained interfaith minister who graduated from Circle of uh, Miracles Non-Denominational Interfaith School of Ministries. She's been blessed by a marriage of 18 years, and she also has a daughter who's 10 years old. She has five pets. Good grief. And home in the back <laughs> backyard in the woods where she enjoys being nurtured. So without further ado, I want to welcome Sharon, on to Lion Radio. Welcome, Sharon. 
Thank you, David. It's great to be here. Well, well, it's great to have you. And one of the things that I am curious about is what was your journey and what did you have to move through, if anything, I'm not sure, to decide that you wanted to become a reverend? Well, I don't know if that's how I started out thinking about it. I think my perspective was to learn more about God. Right. I was in a place of not really understanding what more I wanted from my church. So that's why I decided <laughs> to do that. It was I wasn't getting what I wanted from that, you know? So that's why I went to seek more. And that's how I found so much more by studying all the other religions. But mostly that wasn't even near my favorite part of the experience. My favorite part was learning how to work on myself, my inner issues and healing them, being able to minister to people in a way that they felt really secure about themselves and safe. I like to hold a sacred space when I talk to people so that they can heal. Mm -hmm. That's what I really enjoyed getting from that. Was there, when you were in that, that, that space of learning, of growing, was there anything that kind of jumped out at you that surprised you about yourself? About myself? Hmm. Anything that just kind of like, like, wow, I never knew that I had that capacity or I never knew that that was there. Because I know that that's an important, like what I love is how you, that imitation of holding space for people. I mean, that's that sounds easy when people hear it. But just holding space for someone sometimes when you're in you know with within our own space can be difficult, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like how I do that is connecting with God. And yes, the book is still called Body and Mind in Sync with Spirit. So, <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> yeah, I try to make sure that I am in sync with my spirit, body and mind so that everything flows really easily. That's sort of the goal. Um, But the sacred space is really connecting with God, and my vision of God is being connected to all. So in that sense, you have that sacred space unit, that connection, that all that white light encounters everything, and then the healing can come right through. It's really beautiful. Well, it feels beautiful. And so how, so when you connect to that space, because I'm sure that listeners are curious, is there is there a certain thing that you do? Do you, I mean, is there a process that you go through? Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, the idea of God to me is also there's an endless capacity of being and seeing and hearing and experience. There's that endlessness that I tap into first and I connect through that right through my crown up to whatever that is there is no actual spot it just continues and continues that's the space that I hit first and I pull it through until I feel it in my feet and it feels amazing and then when I feel it in my feet 
then I consciously connect it to the core of the earth, that crystalline core center of the earth. And when I feel that connection, I pull it up. And as I pull that up, I connect it to through my crown and into the moon, the sun, and right back up to where it started. So I'm like an upside-down peace sign, right? And I feel like that. I feel <laughs> I love such it. peace and bliss. I'm a complete circuit at that point, and it's amazing. If I do that first thing in the morning, which I did this morning, I have to get up. I can't go back to sleep. I'm just ready. It's incredible. Now, was that part of your training, or was this something that kind of evolved into kind of the work that you you are talking about? Well, I was taught by a friend to sink to God and the earth, but I intuitively took it to those other two spots, the moon and the sun, and it seemed to have a really profound effect on the whole thing. And then I envisioned it as that upside-down peace sign. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. It's, it's like it a sacred really geometry. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you were envisioning, like in that vision when that upside-down peace sign came, um, did you understand it at first as part of your work? Or you're just like, well, this is interesting. Here, here comes this upside-down peace sign. I wonder what that means. I try to stay out of understanding everything because it's easy to get caught up in that. So I just allowed that that was what was mine, and I embraced it, and I really enjoy it. And I teach it if somebody needs help grounding. Everyone seems to have their own way to do it, but that's how I do it. And when now do you teach this in workshops? Do you teach it one-on-one? Do you teach it like when people come to you or people are curious about your work? How can people get a hold of you if if they're interested in what about this? Well, obviously, you could friend me on Facebook, um, but I typically do one-on-one. I'm I'm currently writing the book so that I can do that in a much bigger way, and then I intend to speak at different non-denominational churches to get out there more as well. Beautiful. And so what would the vision be for you then with this work? What is what is the, the vision? For the book? Just for this work. Yeah, well, the book's part of that work. vision, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the book and then speaking and really being able to just get out there and promote spirit and soul synchronization. Mm. I like that. I just really like that. Where I just, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like that, the, the spirit and soul synchron- synchronization. So when you are in that space um, and then something happens and I don't know if you ever just feel like you've disconnected from that space. Do you just reconnect with what you just talked us through? Is that how you reconnect in case, you know, I don't know. Well, it depends. I have other, yeah, I have other ways that I get in sync. Um, I have so many pets, for example, because they just (laughs) ignite me. I love fur. (laughs) I love my cats. (laughs) I love my guinea pigs. They make me happy. Literally, my heart just expands when I see them or touch them or hear them. I just love that. Or I'll walk outside and I just feel that yummy, gooey greatness. 
of right. being in sync with the earth. It all depends. Right. And so when so when you first started taking on this work and, and that vision started to be making itself possible for you, do you did how did so did the first person that you worked with, how did they find you? Do you uh, through Messenger actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it, then you it, and then you shared with them the work. Yeah. 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 And then I like to look at it as, you know how the quarterback throws the football and they receive it and go? That's what I do. (laughs) I don't need them to stay with me and and be, you know, by my side. And and what do I do next? What do I do next? I want them to feel comfortable in what they're doing. I'm just showing them what they already know or showing them something that I know that they can add to their bag of tricks, you know? That's beautiful because I had a, a, another woman come on my show, Abby, and she does some work in relation to light. And she has the same kind of philosophy. And so that's that's curious for, from my end now that I probably have like, because she was more recent. So probably about four guests with that kind of that sense you know, where they don't really need any followers or they don't need, you know, someone that they, they're going to train. Maybe that comes down the road. But that's, I, I love that. I love that way of being. What I like about it is it feels like what you're talking about is the same sense that I feel in awareness. Yeah, Exactly. Right, that effortlessness, that ease, that I'm not really in awareness working so much or efforting that everything just kind of comes together. And if I try to figure it out, I just screw it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, or it's possible. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. It's not yeah. possible to screw it up if you're flowing, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and and in that awareness what I notice is that same sense that you're talking about that where yeah. all of a sudden a client will come out of the blue or somebody will show up or I'll be asked to go over here and and I like that the opportunity that you gave us to think about it in the way of like a quarterback and receiver you just get the ball and you go. Yeah. Well, and the great part about that is also we're on the same team as we go. And right. How yeah. profound is yeah. that? You know, that is. That <laughs> we're is. all on you the same team. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we're all on the same team. And you need to put that on Facebook. Okay. Because <laughs> we, we forget, right? Yeah, most, most people forget that, or are in the process of forgetting, or just completely forgetting it altogether. But yeah. you are right. I mean, we are on the same team. That is the greatest indicator of a relationship. When someone's snippy or defensive, you can look at them or just simply say to them, "We're on the same team. I'm on your team. <laughs> I love you." I'm on your team, you know, because there are some hard things that we go through and then we get defensive and we're not thinking correctly, right? And that that can really be that centering piece. 
don't. Yeah, it it can be, and it's and it's a great and it's a it's a great it's a great. I just like the language of it. We're on the same. Yeah. <laughs> it just it diffuses a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're working, you're on the East Coast, right? Yes. So. Do you are you speaking anywhere on the East Coast? I mean, how does it work? Um, well, with your your work, I spoke at Circle Miracles and also Pebble Hill Church. I spoke okay. at Pebble Hill Church first. I felt a little bit nervous there. I felt like I was not as well delivered there, but everyone really liked it. I I just was nervous about it. What was <laughs> why I bring that up is because. It's interesting when you first set out to do the thing that you know you're here to do. You're a little bit nervous because you want to be received well. Well, once I was received well, and I was, I was like, oh, this is wonderful. You know, this is my audience, you know, and and they love it, and it's helpful. And it all just goes away. And... I had to be reminded of that. A friend of mine reminded me of that. And cuz I was getting nervous about speaking to you and and why? It's about me. It's about what I do. It's my passion. There's no reason <laughs> to be nervous. This right. just isn't. <laughs> right. Yes. It's just bad yeah, habits. You know, well, no. I mean, you're speaking in front of a group of people and I remember when I first my first time speaking at Unity Burbank, I had all my notes ready. Everything was everything was great. I spent this whole week like working on like what to talk about. I show up to the center, and I forgot all my notes. Oh my! I, I forgot them all at home. And so I turned I turned the radio off. And my daughter's in the back seat, and she's you know wanting to talk to me. And I, I went okay. We're gonna have to be quiet. Your dad has to figure out what the heck he wrote, right? And she kept, she kept going, turn on the radio, turn on the radio. This this points to what you're talking about. We're on the same team. And so I said, okay, I'm going to turn on the radio, and then i got to really think, think about this. And the song I heard was the first lyrics of Mother Mary turned to me and said, let it be, let it be. And it was a Mother's Day talk I was giving anyways, and that's how I started my talk. I started my talk about how I came here fully prepared, and then I talked about discovering that song, and then I talked about what it taught. And that was my talk. Yeah. And it's, it speaks to what you just brought up as we've been you know, dialoguing here about that, that trust, that we're on the same team, that you're well provided for, you're well taken care of, that we're not in any situation that we can't handle. And so I love that share that you just had about about that opportunity because, frankly, we all feel that way, right? Or yeah. in a situation like speaking for the first time. Yeah. Right. And then you spoke at the other place, right? Yeah, at Circle of Miracles. I was still nervous, but yeah. um, my teacher, Hannah Lore, looked at me and she said, It's us. And it, <laughs> I, you know, I was just, duh, right? Like, oh my goodness. Yes. It's yeah. my family away from home. It's just so silly to feel that way. And it went really well. It really did. I felt at home. And it it did. It went really well. 
Well, I love that, and I, and I love where, what you're speaking about because, like I said, I mean, we all feel feel that way, and it's great to have those cheerleaders that come in and just say, it's us. Yeah. Right? Like, we're on the same Definitely. team. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, we're here for you. You know, one of the yeah. things that uh, I was going to ask you is, with your book, when do you sense that your book may be coming out? Well, I was hoping it would be done by summer, but okay. that, that I don't know if it will be done by summer, but I guess I still have time for that. I, I don't want to <laughs> say that I won't. It's possible. If if I stop right. overdoing it, it, it may it may be. Because <laughs> I'm really just refining it. It's really silly that I do this, but, yeah, yeah. that's all it is. Well, yeah, we all do it. and yeah. When I when I have people on my show, I always I always ask them this question. So I'm going to ask you this question. And here's the question, Sharon: If you, your five year old self, came into the room where you are now, what would you tell her? <sighs> it's always going to be okay. Oh wow. And I would say that because I think I learned how to worry because I would be so nervous that I wouldn't get it right. And that really takes you out of your enjoyment. That was one of the things I had to heal. Um, In order to enjoy your life, you have to just be okay. You may fail miserably, but you probably won't. And if I do... People will support me either way, right? So right. it's just, it will be okay. I love that. Yeah, we, you know, yeah. there's all different things that I mean, we tell ourselves and then the world tells us. But, you know, when it comes to, let's, like, for example, like you writing your book, there's a majority of people that have always had the inkling of writing a book and never have and never will. Yeah. Because they didn't want to follow through with that. So to me, just putting it down on paper is successful. And then yeah. and then handing it over to somebody and saying, can you edit this? Because I, I might not have the ability to look at my own work without getting caught up in it. Right? Right. And then, and then, and then perhaps getting the book, you know, published or self-published or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're just like, wow, you know what? Like, I... Not only did I get this done, but I moved through all this stuff, and and here it is. And wow, yeah, <laughs> you know? it's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. And and sometimes you know the accomplishment is just putting it down on paper, right? Right. Yeah. So is there any is there any place on the East Coast? That's coming up where you might be speaking next, or a place where maybe people could get a hold of you, they can get a hold of you if you want to tell them about, you know, how to get a hold of you on Facebook or where they might be able to see you next? Well, Facebook is a good venue. Um, It's my favorite to frequent, to stay in touch with the many people that I love. I find it to be the easiest way to be in touch with so many people at once. Um, But there's also um, Messenger that I try not to 
spend a lot of time on because it, I find that it it can take my time too much. Okay, so they can, and it's just your name, right? Yeah, it's just your the name. easiest way to yeah. do it, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, you can get get a hold of Sharon through Facebook. Are you going to be speaking anywhere out there soon? Yeah, there's some new thought churches out there that I'm I'm about to make appointments with. So that's my next step. I'm trying not to you. spread myself too thin because I want to get the book done. But I definitely want to keep being out here and and speaking, so I'm going to continue in that process. And it is all sort of coming to me as I go. Um, A friend of mine told me about two other churches, so there I go. You know, it just came. (laughs) It just came. So I'm like, oh, great, lovely. You know, and so I just don't worry. I know there's going to be the next step, and I don't really have to worry about it. I love that. I love that too. Well, I love your work and I love what you're about. And I thank you so much for coming on the show today. And if people need to reach you, they can definitely reach you on Facebook. And I'm sure you're going to post your speaking gig. And I can't wait for your book to come out. I just you just have such a big heart. And I thank you so much for what you bring to this not only this country but this planet with your words and the things that you share and all that wonderful stuff. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I'll see you. I'll see you out there in the ethers, out there in social media, and you have a blessed week. And thank you so much for coming on the Lion. You too. Thank you, David. All right. Bye bye. Bye. That is Sharon joining us here on the Lion. Again, if you want to get a hold of her, her uh, Facebook page is Sharon S H A R O N. And it's cockle, but it's spelled K-A-C-H-E-L. You can reach her on Facebook, and I'm sure that right there you'll be able to find out what other wonderful places that she's speaking out. I'm very excited about her book coming out. Can't wait for that. Um, she just has some really wonderful posts. I like the work. So if you want to hear, and you might miss this interview and our dialogue together over the past 25 minutes, you can go and archive the show when, when it's over with. And she, Sharon was great to share with us the work that she does and that grounding process, which is really, really wonderful and beautiful. Again, if you want to get any of my books, you can go to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com, The Book of Life, The Heart Opening, or 90 Days of Heat, Freedom Through Moksha, which chronicles my 90 straight days of hot yoga, how I healed from divorce and how it changed me as a student, as a man, as a dad, as a soccer coach, as a speaker, as a writer, and all that great stuff. So, as always, thank you so much for tuning into The Lion. My name is David Matthew Brown. You can reach me on Facebook at David Matthew Brown 3 because there's three of us. <laughs> or you can go to my Facebook page at 90 Days of Heat. Thank you so much for joining me here on The Lion. I appreciate you. I appreciate you roaring for the good. Blessings to you and your family and your life. God bless. Bye-bye.
of the great sun. 